0: Welcome to another episode of Lyrically Provoked. I'm your host, James Phillip. I take small pieces of song lyrics, parts of pop culture and literature, and relate it to life in ways that maybe the original author didn't intend. You can follow me on Instagram or YouTube at jamesphillip313, or download these anywhere podcasts are available. With that being said, let's jump on in. So, rolling through iTunes, trying to find a song and for this episode, I landed on a Metallica song, "Turn the Page," which is really a cover of Bob Seger's song, "Turn the Page." So while I did land on Metallica, you know, I gotta I gotta give the credit to to Bob, you know, an American fucking classic. But I, I do feel like I liked the live version of Bob Seger's the best. The Studio version of Metallica is, is pretty fucking good, and I'm not always a big fan of covers or, uh, you know, remakes of movies or whatnot, but, you know, Metallica did do a good fucking job on this one. I am going to bounce around a lot. I think I got a couple different thoughts. There's some amazing lyrics in this fucking song, and I don't think it's just going to be one theme. I think this is going to relate to a couple different, um, things in life, but, uh, to get it started, I think we can just, you know, the the we can start with the hook on this one. It just goes, here I am on the road again, here I am up on stage, here I go again, playing star again, there I go, turn the page. And uh, that, you know, that lyric, it, I mean, there's a couple different things I could re- relate to, but... As of you know today, and recording this, and some of the conversations I've had lately, and some of the content I've I've written, it uh, it brings me to this thing. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but it's called destination addiction. And I think when you like when I when I first saw that phrase, I was thinking you know the people that gotta travel nonstop. and but the the real definition of destination addiction is. It's used to describe the belief that happiness is in the destination or can be found somewhere rather than in the present. So when I think about, you know, turn the page, on the road again, another uh, another chapter in life kind of feeling. Um, I think about all the people that I've ran into. Well, not even as ran into. I, I've been running companies, starting companies for 20 years and employing people in the handful of companies I own, a couple of them are like career services and recruiting. So I'm in the people world all day. And you know, you always hear those people that say, you know, the grass isn't always greener or the grass is greener. And you know, people aren't staying at jobs as long. So I'm like, you watch tenure drop. And I'm also watching, you know, the success of a lot of people drop. And I'm someone that always analyzes. I, I do like looking at people's failures it is motivating cause I don't, I, you know, nothing fucking can drive someone more than the thought of fucking failure. And then when you see like people that are good at shit fail, you're like, man, I got to work as hard as I can. Cause I don't want to fucking end up like that. But that being aside, I do like analyzing the people that are successful. I look at the people that are in my circle. Um, and this, you know, I realize this spans so much. I think a lot of time when we talk about careers and the business world, we're thinking about The corporate world and it's not like so many of the rules apply across the entire fucking framework It doesn't matter where and I'm looking at friends that you know friends family members people. I know that Run companies that are that it came from a different country and didn't speak the language came here and succeeded They're in the corporate world. They're in industrial manufacturing They're in retail. They are shooting you know videos and commercials they're uh, chefs and restaurant owners they're in the music industry all over the board in terms of success and those are the people that I look at to say okay this is the commonalities be- between like just being fucking successful the traits that these people display and when you get there these are all kind of matching they're all kind of doing the same shit. And much of what they're not doing is trying to like find a new job every nine months or 12 months and it's uh you know i think the average tenure is it just keeps fucking dropping right now and that brings me to the thought of destination addiction and the thought that happiness is going to be in the destination and what you come to find out is the grass isn't always greener not always it often isn't greener and just from my own experience I'm looking at these people that are uh, assigned as people in general, we are trained, we are from our upbringing, listening to our parents, to the, when you're in college, to your friends, everything, you're trained to hate the the company, you're trained to hate your manager, it's, you automatically have that mindset of, I just, you know, I hate companies, I hate my manager, and And then you fucking wonder why you fail. And you walk into a company not looking at the good things. You're already looking at the fucking bad things. And this is something I've definitely noticed on the people that don't succeed. Is they're never sitting around talking about all the good things their company does. They're only talking about the fucking bad things. What I've learned is those people don't make it very long anywhere unless they just end up in a really cushy job where they can just coast. But they never really find the happiness. The happiness isn't in the destination. You need to go to work, whatever job it is, and try to make the most of it. And unfortunately, there's a large part of our population that is trying to make the worst out of everything. It doesn't matter what job they go to. I have family and friends, shit, people I mentored, uh, you know friends, kids I've talked to. Where it's just like I'm tr- the paradigm shift of get the fuck out of thinking about why things are so bad or why you hate things or why you're annoyed. That's a loser's mentality. So you want to fucking think like a loser, you're gonna be a loser. That song that T.I. did where he said losers keep fucking losing because you can't you can't change that mentality. You know it's you can't change it in someone at least they gotta want to change. When you look at the mentality of fucking winners and successful people, they are not sitting around complaining about shit. They often jump because they see a better opportunity. And, you know, when I think about, you know, here I am on the road again, turn the page. It's, here I go on my next job, turn the page on the next fucking chapter. Except, your chapter isn't even a fucking chapter. Your chapter is like a page. It's a maybe a page and a half, because you never stuck around at the fucking job to write any kind of story. You, you, you're you literally going to end up with a fucking 127 chapter fucking book, because none of your chapters are going to be that long. You never stay anywhere to really write a fucking story. I try to get this through to many of the, the people coming out of college. It's And I'm not saying don't ever stay in a bad environment, but when I start asking people, why is the environment so bad? I had a, you know, buddy's kid that's, whatever, 23 years old and, you know, fuck, he, he's complaining about his employer and he's been there, like, three months. I'm like, you've been there, you know, four, eight, twelve. Like, you been there twelve weeks? How fucking bad can it be? And it come to find out the kid just doesn't want to fucking work. So it's not the employer. He just doesn't want to work. So when his manager holds him accountable, which is crazy, if you, help, if you hold people accountable in this world, you're hated. But it's like he wants it. I'm like, look, if you're going to take the employer's money, you need to work. And that's an integrity thing. If you have any integrity, if you're going to take their money, then you're supposed to do your job. And again, like everything else, when you confront people, you just get a blank stare. But, you know, right now that kid's going to spend his whole life running away from shit. And I don't think people understand that. Employers do. But like often the people in the workforce don't understand that. It's like, we're smart enough to look and go, why do you keep running away from things? Why have your last five jobs been so bad? Why is every job you've been at your managers terrible? Why is every company you've been at terrible? We understand that there are gonna be bad managers and bad jobs, but the common denominator now or in a long enough timeline is you. It doesn't matter where you go, you just, get in a place, you end up hating everybody, you cause drama and you say everyone's micromanaging you, but what I do realize is most people have no idea what micromanagement is. They think that micromanagement is anytime their boss try to check checks them on where they're at with their work, that's micromanagement. And I know that's the manager being a manager because of when you don't get your shit done, he gets chewed out or she gets chewed out. So... That's not micromanagement, that's just making sure shit gets done because customers are expecting shit. So in the end, you just find there's so many people that think that they're just gonna find happiness at the next job. And then you realize the next job's just like the last fucking job. And yeah, I do think that there are jobs out there that you get lucky, and lucky if you plan on going nowhere, but where you end up not having to do a lot of work or there's not a lot of metrics or there's not a lot of pressure. it's the standard corporate job that has 20 hours of work, but they give you 40 hours to do it in, so you never feel fucking pressured. And you know, the you realize the successful people aren't even fucking with those environments or those jobs. They're working 45, 50 hours, and they're getting 45 or 50 hours worth of work done. And you don't see them running around trying to hop from job to job, making excuses that hey, it was a toxic environment. And the funny part is when you start poking around with the people that say toxic environment you start to realize that they often caused it to be toxic. And a good example is someone that, I've seen this in my early 20s when I was consulting. I've seen it many times, come to find out. Someone comes in and they're just not a good person to work with. And I think if you're working in the world, you've all worked with people that were assholes. You've worked with people that were condescending pricks. You worked with people that were liars, cheaters, thieves. And I read somewhere like, one in 10 employees has admitted to cheating and like 38% of managers or something has fired somebody over stealing. And, uh, you look at those numbers and you realize the workforce isn't fucking immaculate. So you've all worked with these people that are just, you know, they can't get along with nobody. And then they, they hop around jobs and then they blame the managers and the coworkers and the companies. And it's just like, on to the next one, on to the next one, on to the next one. And it's like, man, I saw that with the destination addiction. I'm just thinking, that's it. (laughs) Like I saw that phrase and I'm going, these are the people that keep thinking whatever's next is gonna make them happy. And what I've realized in uh, just living life, my friends, relationships, business, careers, the people that are happy, they thrive just about wherever they go. But it's those people that keep thinking that it's a job that's making them unhappy. You realize they showed up unhappy. They showed up negative. They showed up miserable. And then they make it fucking miserable. And they're like, I got to get a new job. So they go to the next fucking place. And they're just miserable again. Because they're not happy with themselves. They are just negative people that aren't fucking happy. And employers will often say, I'm looking for someone that's running towards something, not away. And it's pretty easy to separate out the people that are running away from something. They're usually the first one to like dog on their manager, trash their company, you know, trash their coworkers. It's like, well, how bad was it really? Cause if I go look the company up that you're complaining about, it looks like 10 years pretty good there. So why are people staying five or 10 years, but you say it's hell and you start to realize It's not the company, it's the person. You know, when you see a company where no one's staying for more than a year, that's usually a red fucking flag. But when you see people sticking around 5 and 10, 15 fucking years, it's like, well, how bad is it? But, you know, people don't want to be called on their own bullshit. And you see the same thing in relationships. It's you're a miserable, negative fucking person. You blame the person you're with for everything. I'm going to go find the next person. Because you think... Happiness isn't a destination. I get to the next fucking person and I'm gonna be happy, but you have to realize you are not gonna be happy if you're not happy alone. Thinking that some other entity, some other person, some other anything is gonna make you happy when you wake up in the morning when you're not happy with yourself, you're fucking insane. One random note in between lyrics. I think I said one in 10 employees cheat. And I'm not sure I said that. I'll have to check it when I do the post-production. But I meant one in ten employees steal. But I just want to get that on a, a correction. Because a lot of times I'm just doing these fucking live and ad hoc. I have no script and random shit comes flying out of your mouth that you weren't thinking about. But uh, jumping into the next lyric where we go... When you're riding 16 hours and there's nothing much to do and you don't feel much like riding, you just wish the trip was through. I, uh, I think about everything in life that we have to do that we don't wanna fucking do. And I do say, and uh, I often say when I'm talking about starting companies and being an entrepreneur that to succeed, and I, I almost feel like this is anything in life, whether it's you know relationships or business or careers, You're going to have to do the shit that you don't want to do to succeed. And a lot of people that I've seen fail had this like white glove mentality. uh, That they're uh, they're at a higher level than they really are. Or they're too good to do the dirty work. And I'll tell you what, man. You want to fucking succeed, you do whatever the fuck you got to do to fucking succeed. And every day, I bet half my day is spent... Doing shit I really don't want to do. It just so happens that things that need to get done, I'm good at. And we don't have any around, anyone else around to do those things. But I don't care about my ego or getting dirt under my fingernails. I'm worried about success. I'm worried about reaching my goal. And you put the ego aside and you, you don't care about the other things. You just need to get that shit done. And, you know how many times did you like get invited to something like it could be a wedding it could be a party. It could be anything. And, uh, you don't really want to go, but you feel obligated to go. And then like, it's that lyric that's hitting you with, you don't feel much like riding, but you wish the trip was true, but you still got, you know, in the song anyways, you got 16 hours on a trip and you got to fucking do it. And I, I do believe in just saying no, um, one goal of like being an entrepreneur was I really don't want to go have to do anything I don't want to do. There's things I have to do if I want to succeed, but there's also a lot of shit that I just don't want to do and I don't feel like I need to fucking do it. So I wanted to create a life that I can kind of have on my own terms and you, you're you willing to work seven days a week, 80 hours, a, you know, a week just to... Be able to do whatever you want, whenever you want. If if I want to take fucking breakfast at 9.45 in the morning, I want to go do that. If I want to stay up all night and go into work late, then I'm going to do that. So if I want to travel on a whim, I'm going to do that. And that's like one of the the sacrifices you make as an entrepreneur is you give your life up to uh, run the companies and be available 24-7 around the clock. But it also allows you these luxuries of just doing whatever you want and you know, a lot of times you see those memes on the internet that say work until you know you don't have to tell anybody your name or some stupid shit like that. So, you know, everyone knows who you are. I'm like, fuck that shit. That is work to the point to where you can say no. <laughs> like work to the point to where you don't have to do the shit you really don't want to do. That was like the probably the best feeling in the world. But, you know, no matter what, if you, uh, you got a spouse and then their family wants you to come well, out, there's always shit you're going to have to go do that you don't want to do. But getting to a point in life where you can just pick and choose the things you want to do, where you don't feel obligated or someone's holding something over your head. You know, when I hear that lyric, that's just what I think about. Cause I mean, you go, even in relationships in your early twenties, like you get stuck with, you're dating someone and their family wants you to go on a trip up North and Man, you don't want to do that shit, but you feel like you got to do that shit. And like life's full of that stuff. And I am all about living life on my terms. I don't, I never feel like any one person, entity, anything in the world is my fucking puppet master. It's, I want to wake up in the morning, I want to make my own decisions and I want to do what I want to do. And there's probably very few feelings that are that good and it should be a goal in life. To where you work until you you have that luxury and then on a on a closing note i make mean, it literally cover this whole song but one other le- line it's a bunch of lines but it goes well you walk into a restaurant strung out from the road and you feel the eyes upon you as you're shaking off the cold you pretend it doesn't bother you but you just want to explode and And how many times in life have you just felt unwelcomed or you felt like, not even paranoia, like you just felt like people were talking shit about you or you know that when you walk away from the conversation, your name's going to be the first one to be fucking brought up. And I just think like getting out of those circles, if you're in circles where you know when you walk away, it's like a fuck. I think it's, I saw it on an internet meme too. But you know, you know that when you walk away, they're going to start talking about you. And maybe you're around the wrong fucking people. And it's another one of those things that, uh, I was talking to a studio engineer one time and he, uh, anytime he's like helping produce a song or record a song, like, he's always vibing. It's like dancing. He's fucking like very animated. Almost like I saw fucking Timberland in a, masterclass very animated dude but that same kind of vibe and he's like yeah you know sometimes it like makes people comfortable because i'm like full of energy and then they're just like looking at you like you know he's like i'm not tripping and i'm not i'm not fucking rolling on some e at a concert he's like i'm just in my in my zone i'm in my groove right now and and this music's good and this is the vibe i'm giving off and it's like thinking like you know he doesn't have any choice because he's at work but if you are, if you're giving off a certain vibe, or you're in your zone, or you're or like you're in your own little comfortable land, and being in your zone or having your vibe is making other people uncomfortable, you're probably around the wrong fucking people. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of times we keep friends around that we just shouldn't, or, you know, they're been they've been my friend for 20 years, I just can't cut them loose and. Man, sometimes those are the people that do the most fucking damage to you, and you just got to learn your fucking lesson. But, you know, if you're around people that are that judgmental, if you, if you being you makes them uncomfortable, then you're just around the wrong fucking people. Like, Should that get even be... I've heard these stories from people in uh, relationships, or even people that are married, like... They have to go out and do things with other people because they can't be that person around their spouse. And I'm just like, well... I get it. You can be multiple different people and have different likes and dislikes and have different groups of friends and shit. But shouldn't the person that supposedly loves you the most, you know, be behind you no matter who you are? And you're telling me you've been with this person five, seven years or whatever. And you still can't, you know, just be you because they judge you. And I just think that's a fucking terrible place to be in life. Um... That old saying of like, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Uh, There's so many fucking like little cliche things that that go with this yet. um, A lot of times we just won't cut people loose or we'll keep putting ourselves into scenarios or we'll go to places or parties or events where we just know that I'm going to be surrounded by the wrong people, but you go anyways. And I get it. You can just say that I don't give a fuck or no fucks given and shit, but I just feel like I got better shit to do than to be around people that don't appreciate my energy and you know if you just got a bunch of hate ass and negative motherfucking people it's like why do you want to go spend your time with that so if you feel like all eyes are on you for being who you are maybe it's time to just you know shrink your fucking circle or or just find some new people for that circle but That is my thoughts on Turn the Page by Bob Seger slash The Cover by Metallica. And I will catch you on the next one.